What's up to all my folks out here? Today is January the 4th, 2021, and welcome to In the Name of G podcast. My motto is, if it comes from the, from inside and off the dome, then what you say can't be wrong. But um, today, we're just going to hop right into it. We're talking about the man, the myth, the legend, LeBron <laughs> James. I mean, if you if you've been watching basketball the past week and a half, of course we know the Lakers kind of been struggling. This, this ain't for that. We're gonna focus on the positive, but we got to talk about this man LeBron because at thirty seven he is playing out of his mind. I mean, he is. Put on a streak of 37, 30, over 30 points over the last eight games or so. And that really, for a 37 year old, that really hasn't been done. And for me personally, I just hate the fact that he has to do all this because I'm pretty sure it was never in the plans. Of course, LeBron gonna get his buckets, but. It was always supposed to be set up to where he was gonna be able to take a back seat and lean on AD and Russ, but with Russ being Russ, you know, ain't gonna get out it, and AD being AD, Mister Bubble Wrap, you know we just gonna we gonna mosey on and focus on the positive, but LeBron has is. Shooting 52% from the field, 37% from the three, and 77, 77% from the free throw line. Now, we all know that free throw thing been a little shaky for my boy, but, you know, we, we've we been stroking that thing this year. We've been stroking that thing. Would I love him to get up to 80? That would be nice, but, you know, I don't see that in the cars. We all about being realistic around here. But um, he's shooting 52% from the field. And 37% from three. Now, do I feel 37% from the three is something something that's sustainable and something a place where it's going to stay? No. But for right now, he's stroking that thing. And, and watching the games, I can see probably because his A's and the fact that a couple of those, these games, he's been playing center. But, you know, I know his – Three-point attempts are more than what it has been. But if he making them at a good enough clip to where they're scoring points, then, hell, I say keep jacking them hoes. But um, over the last eight games, he scored 31, 34, 36, 39, 32, 37, 43, and 26. So, shit, he been walking into this thing like, shit, fuck it, it's up. And it's been up, you know, unfortunately, over these past eight games, they've been three and five, which is not a good record at all. But I hope that once AD come back, maybe in a week or two or three or whatever it's supposed to be, because you know how his legs and body is, but, you know, that's a subject for another day. But hopefully they can fit AD back into the offense 
and where LeBron can either mix his game or mesh it to where he can still be able to be what he's been, but also have AD be AD. And, you know, Russ, they, it is what it is with him. You're just going to have to hopefully figure something out. But this season, if it, if it wasn't for the fact that they have been atrocious on defense, LeBron would definitely have an MVP case because in year 19, he's averaging 28 points, seven rebounds, and six assists. And like I said, on 52% shooting, 37% from the three-point line, and 77% from the free-throw line. He's had 11 double-doubles, three triple-doubles, and one 40-point game so far and 14 30-point games. So he's been a bucket this year. Now, I just hope that we can get to a point where they can find an identity on defense or move some shit around and get some people in there that can play defense so we can start winning some games and hopefully actually live up to what the preseason was talking about. But, you know, I'm proud of my boy, you know. King James all day, every day. I ain't necessarily trying to be on no fanboy shit, but my boy been up. Like, I've been expecting the cliff because I know it's going to come at some point. You know, everybody's favorite player, you know, then eventually hit that wall because Father Time is undefeated. But LeBron jabbing the bitch at that nigga, though. <laughs> and hopefully he can sustain it, what he got going on right now, and they can hopefully next year because, you know, where they at right now, I feel it's going to be too much ground to make up for you to even be talking about, like, championship because I think they're, like, uh, seventh in the West or sixth. So I'm not necessarily talking about title contention because that's a little far-fetched right now to even be thinking about that. They just need to be trying to make sure they can be healthy and get in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, I'm amazed because I definitely didn't see this because as much minutes as LeBron play, plays, because I think over this eight-game eight game stretch, He's probably been averaging, I think, uh, 38 minutes or so. And for a 37 body, that's definitely not a good thing to be trying to do. Because I think what's been happening is he's, because AD has been out, because I can't play defense, and because Russ has been Russ. Now, on occasion, he's had some good games where he hasn't had a high volume of turnovers. And he's been mildly efficient in some ways. But I just feel that LeBron goes hard for the first three quarters. And if the game is close, he don't have the stamina like he used to to be able to take them home. And hopefully when AD come back, 
he don't have to carry as much of the workload as he's been having to do lately. But I hope th- things are definitely looking good, at least for LeBron right now. I just hope that they are able to string some wins together and, you know, try to make a push in the second half of the season because we're getting close to all-star break, which is in what, like five or six weeks. So I definitely hope that they can get some consistency, get some health, and, you know, maybe make some moves to get some new, fresher bodies in there or whatever. But I'm happy to see what's been going on lately. Well, happy is the wrong word. I'm just optimistic. But, you know, that's going to be that on that today. Okay, we're going to switch gears. We got to talk about AB in New York. Now, <coughs> excuse me. I don't know if it's the CT or he just off his rocker because ever since AB became AB, he ain't been right. From Pittsburgh to Oakland to New England to now in Tampa. Like, it's always been something. Like, you know... From what A.B. was saying, he was saying that he felt he was too injured to go back into the game. Now, I feel that's a valid reason to refuse to go in the game. But all that shit he did afterwards, like, that was some some different shit. Like, I ain't never seen nobody take their shoulder pads off throw their gloves and everything into the stands and go to the other end, go to the other end zone, you know, celebrating all that shit and head to the locker room. I ain't never seen no shit like that. And apparently Bruce Aarons haven't either because that's what he said. He said he ain't never seen nothing like that in all his years of coaching. Um, like most people, I always felt it was a matter of time before he did some goofy shit like he did because, you know, he had the whole thing in Oakland with the helmet and freezing his feet because he the way he jumped in the pool or something and then got into the the chamber. Um, and then, you know, all the shit that went on when he was in Pittsburgh, like... A.B. just been a problem child ever since he's been in the NFL. Now, hopefully, they can, you know, if it's actually something wrong with him, which it might be, and it probably is, but hopefully they can get him some help if he need it and, you know, move on as a football team. But it definitely was a matter of time. Like, it seems like anytime AB has been empowered, he's always been <laughs> pardon the the punt, but he's always been ready to buck. He always been ready to buck the system as soon as he got any leverage. And I just don't understand from a standpoint of if he was injured, which is what he was saying, that's one thing, but it seems at least the way that Bruce Arians and Tom Brady spin it. Well, I'm going to say Bruce Arians. 
that they was trying to get him his incentives where he can get paid. Cause I think he only need what he only needed eight catches to unlock some incentive some incentives. And I think he only needed fifty five more yards, I think, to unlock some more money as well. So it's just an unfortunate situation because I personally think no one is gonna touch him, but the way the NFL work, you know, he might get another shot. And I'm okay with that too. It's just that personally for my team, which, you know, if you don't know, it's the Patriots, you know, we tried to bring him in and you know, he did the dumb sh- he was on some dumb shit. Like all you had to do was chill the fuck out. But you wanna go and text this girl that's accusing you of rape. And then of course she gonna go back and, you know, report that. And you know, but that was that. But I just hope that he's able to get the help that he needs because ever since A.B. became A.B. and he's no longer been that late-round pick out of Central Michigan, he's been bugging. Like, in my New York sense, he's really been bugging, son. Like, he's been bugging. And I hope he can get it together because... Not only is just a just a man or a person, you know, he making black black men look bad. He making black folks look bad by doing shit like that because they want to see shit like that. And that was just really hard to see him do all that on the sideline. Like, of course, you know, people have their moments where they wig out on the sideline or whatever. But like I said, now I'm about 27 years of living, and since I've been watching football or basketball, I've really never seen nobody do nothing like that. Um, but, yeah, I just hope he can get it together, you know. Hopefully, once he get it together, because I know he kind of is closer to the downside of his career, even though A.B. still could play, like, He's still a walking 100 game at any point. You've seen what he did against Carolina. So I'm pretty sure he'll get another chance because they've been giving Josh Gordon chance after chance after chance, and he's still been in the league. I don't really – I don't remember whether he's still with the Chiefs or not, but he's been giving chance after chance, so – I don't see why they would do anything different with Antonio Brown. But I'm praying for that man because that shit was kind of hard to watch. But uh, that's all I got to say on that. And uh, we just going to keep the train moving. All right, now we got to talk about my boy Big Ben. Honestly, for me... You know, I'm a Patriots fan, so, you know, it's always been Tom Brady for me. But I've definitely always admired Big Ben from afar because, basically, you know, he like a a lineman's dream. Because to me, he basically 
uh, offensive lineman that that was athletic enough to play quarterback. That's how I've always looked at him because, you know, Big Ben has never been in the best shape. And, you know, that's kind of showing through his play and how he's aged over the years. Um, But, you know, being a fan of sports, you know, it's definitely always hard to see your favorite team's players go. But, you know, it definitely hurts to see, you know, their contemporaries or their competition go as well because, you know, it was kind of hard to see Peyton walk, you know, walk on, see Drew Brees walk on last year, um, Ben this year. You know, see a lot of some of your favorite players, especially quarterbacks, move on because, you know, it hurts to see me. It hurts to see, you know, Cam. It looks like, you know, his career might be winding down based off his play, all the hits he's took in. And, you know, to a smaller degree, some of the same things he went through was what Ben went through because Ben has always been a big quarterback like Cam that could move around. Now, as a quarterback, he was definitely – better than Cam and but Cam was a better runner of the football. It's just that for Big Ben it was all about the mobility to move to a spot to where he can he would either sometimes run to get first downs or keeping his eyes downfield to make plays downfield. I always admired that about him. So <coughs> excuse me. To see him possibly walk out at the end of the season, you know, whether they make the playoffs or not, even not being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, it hurt. it's going to hurt a little bit. Um, but last night, he definitely got him up, for sure. He threw the ball 46 times for 123 yards, one TD and one pick, and a win against the Cleveland Browns. And, you know, I'm glad, you know, just like how Kobe put up, like, 60 shots, you know, he was going to go out swinging them. This is going to be his last game at Heinz Field. Um, that was just something nice to see. I'm pretty sure how he feels is what I'm about to say. I just wish, you know, he took – taking care of his body more seriously. That way he maybe could play longer and it would look better because, you know, Tom Brady has his moments where he looks 44, but for the most part, he's been able to stick around past what would be his prime because Peyton Manning was definitely a shell of himself. But then again, Peyton Manning had the neck issue to begin with, which is why he got released from Indianapolis to begin with. And, you know, he started having all the nagging injuries towards the end, which is why he looked like what he looked like. Uh, for Drew Brees, kind of sort of the same thing. It's just that I think Ben probably should have retired last year, but, you know, he felt that how they went out last year with losing the way they lost to Cleveland in the playoffs, that he felt that he owed 
his teammates in the city another chance. But then again, them motherfuckers really ain't... I don't understand what their front office been thinking about, but, like, it's been a couple years where we've been knowing, like, it's finna be the end of being. Like, you need to kind of start preparing to replace him. Because if he walk out the end of the year, unless some miraculous way you're going to get A-Rod to come out of Green Bay and come to Philly or try to get um, Russell Wilson, or unless you're from the draft a quarterback, because I personally think they're going to have to either get a bridge or hopeful, be hopeful they can make some shit happen because the cover is bare for them a quarterback if Big Ben walk out the door. Because Mason Rudolph ain't it. Dwayne Haskins ain't it. They going to have to figure some shit out. I just feel that's some shit they should have been already on. Like, you've been knowing that Big Ben hadn't been taking care of himself like the way he's supposed to to begin with anyway. And then you know his age. And if you haven't been taking care of yourself, once... Father Time come to go and say it's time for you to go and come on. It's going to come quicker than you wanted it, you want it to come if you ain't been taking care of yourself. So I think they're going to have to figure something out. But to I say all that to say this, I'm definitely going to miss him. Like when Tom finally hang it up, I'm going to miss him, even though he don't play for the Patriots anymore. But, you know, these niggas is kind of like your heroes. So when they finally do hang them up, because I know plenty of Kobe fans, like, even for me, like, you like, damn, it's really it. Like, you ain't finna see him. Shit, scoring 30 a wheel anymore. You ain't finna see him damn people up. You know, you ain't finna see him blocking shots and getting steals. Like, when that realization come in as a fan, you know, it just make you be in awe, you know, the fact that they gonna be gone. You know, you got the highlights and all the other shit to hold on to, but it ain't nothing like seeing your favorite athlete, you know, show their prowess. So, I'm going to miss it, man, but um, that's going to be all today on the Entertainment G Podcast. Um, I'm going to try to do this uh, maybe two times a week or something like that, but um, I'll catch you guys next time, and uh, thanks. Peace.